BSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, Jamie Dupree is actually down where Jeb Bush is now taking the stage. Let's dip in and listen. sit down please thank you all very much you know I always feel welcome at Miami-Dade College this is a place that welcomes everyone with their hearts set on the future a place where hope leads to achievement and striving leads to success for all of us it is just the place to be in the campaign that begins today. We're 17 months from the time for choosing. The stakes for America's future are about as great as they come. Our prosperity and our security are in the balance. So is opportunity in this nation where every life matters and everyone has the right to rise. Already, the choice is taking shape. The party now in the White House is planning a no-suspense primary for a no-change election to hold on to power, to slog on with the same agenda under another name. That's our opponent's call to action this time around. That's all they've got left. And you and I know that America deserves better. They've offered a progressive agenda that includes everything but progress. They're responsible for the slowest economic recovery ever, the biggest debt increases ever, a massive tax increase on the middle class, the relentless buildup of the regulatory state, and the swift, mindless drawdown of a military that was generations in the making. I, for one, am not eager to see what another four years would look like under that kind of leadership. 
The presidency should not be passed on from one liberal to the next. So here's what it comes down to. Our country's on a very bad course. And the question is, what are we going to do about it? The question for me, the question for me is, what am I going to do about it? And I've decided I'm a candidate for president of the United States of America. All right, Jeb Bush officially in the race. Jamie Dupree is down there as the speech is ongoing and joins us. Uh, sir, how are you? Hey, Sean, how you doing? Uh, give us a Very little Very good. I'm in the back of the big gym here at Miami-Dade yeah. College. And I have to say it's been a pretty good reception so far for Jeb. The crowd sitting through about an hour's worth of people singing the praises of the former governor of Florida and now really getting into his speech here, Sean. You know, he really has, uh, and I don't want to get too far ahead because I had an early copy of the speech, as we often do in the media. I'm sure you have your copy as well. But he had a couple of interesting lines, talked about uh, the most galling example of Hillary Clinton insisting the progressive agenda when it encounters religious beliefs to the contrary, believes, quote, that they ha that beliefs have to be changed. She mentioned the little, he mentioned the little sisters of the poor, and he said, if it comes down to a choice between the little sisters and big brother, I'm going with the sisters. That was a pretty interesting no, I was sort shot. of sitting here trying to think, okay, yeah, what am I, how am I going to write this? And I was thinking, well, you, you've got to say, in a sense, Jeb Bush comes out swinging. I mean, he's, he's yeah. said here the presidency should not be passed on from one liberal to the next. They've offered a progressive agenda that includes everything but progress. America deserves better. He labeled the Democratic fight a, a no-suspense primary for a no-change agenda. So this is not just about Jeb Bush oh, no, he and why came out he swinging. wants to be president. He's certainly... Yeah, yeah he, he's certainly using this speech to take after the and, Democrats. And he did the same thing on foreign policy, talking about the president's uh, attack and bringing up the Crusades. He said Americans don't need lectures on the Middle Ages when we're dealing with dealing abroad with modern horrors committed by fanatics. He said with their phoned in foreign policy, the Obama-Clinton-Kerry team is leaving yeah. a legacy of crisis uncontained, violence unopposed, enemies unnamed, friends undefended, and alliances unraveling. Yeah, that's pretty strong. I yeah, know this hasn't been just about economic policy. He's been going after the Democrats and, you know, obviously President Obama, but by extension, I think Hillary Clinton, obviously, in arguing that the Democrats do not deserve another four years. I think his line was something to the effect of he uh, accused the Democrats of what he called a swift, mindless drawdown of the U.S. military. So this has been more than just a speech about domestic policy or why Jeb Bush should be president. Also said he'd rebuild our vital friendships. That starts by standing with the brave Democratic state of Israel. And then he, then he took on the president. We don't need a glorified tourist going to Havana in support of a failed Cuba. Wow. Pretty hard stuff. I was, I was actually impressed. Yeah, there's been a, a decent amount of red meat. It hasn't come from just his supporters. Jeb Bush is certainly, as you mentioned earlier, and I think the, the way to properly describe it is he has come out swinging in this speech. You know, one thing that we've talked about is Jeb Bush is obviously he's very much of a sort of at times a policy wonk. And sometimes some people have looked at him and said they don't see the fire in the belly. I think he's trying to project something slightly different with this speech here in Miami today. He also talked about the other candidates. He talked about executive experience being better than, than those that are in Congress. Just a veiled shot, nothing really big. And then he went on to say, I know there are good people running for president, quite a few in fact. None of us, not, and not a one of us, deserves the job by right of resume, party, seniority, family, family narrative. It's nobody's turn. It's everybody's test. It's wide open, exactly as a contest for president should be. So I guess he's answering the question about... Yeah, maybe my brother and father were president. That doesn't mean I get it. Look, uh, I talked to a number of GOP lawmakers last week in the run-up to coming down here for this uh, event. 
And a number of them who are supporters of Jeb Bush, mind you, volunteered during interviews. They said that they thought that on one hand, the Bush name was such a plus for Jeb Bush. But in the same breath, they would say, you know what, but it's also a minus for him as well, because he does have to deal with some Bush fatigue out there. He does have, I, you know, I really think, Sean, one problem for Jeb Bush is that a lot of people probably don't are not familiar with his record in Florida. They don't really know what he did. They just hear that name Bush and they think to themselves, you know what, I want to do something else. And of course, we've talked about it as well. The controversy over his stances on education in terms of Common Core also on immigration reform. Those are issues that present him some internal problems within the GOP. Well, see, yeah, look, the bottom line is he's he's going to lay out his vision. It's his responsibility now as a candidate. He's got to tell the story of Florida, just like, you know, every other candidate has to tell their story. Uh, I think those two big issues remain immigration and common core for him. Uh, later in the speech, he, he spoke in Spanish. I'm sure some people might be critical of that. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that's a problem for me um, because there are a lot of people that speak Spanish in the country. But uh, I think it's going to remind people of the immigration debate. So we'll see. I mean, it's yeah, it might. Uh, but, you know, I think we'll just have to see about that. And look, I think if I remember correctly, when I was here for the Marco Rubio announcement, I think he spoke in Spanish. Some, regardless, it's it's a fact of life here in South Florida, especially, and this is Jeb Bush's home. You know, the longer-term kind of thing, Sean, is what can Jeb Bush sort of take momentum out of this and get people within the Republican Party who've been, I think, resistant to him to look at him? I really think one problem for Jeb Bush has nothing to do with the Republican Party. It has to do with Hillary Clinton. And the fact that Hillary Clinton, to many, seems like the likely Democratic Party nominee makes it difficult for a lot of people to say, you know what, I want to see Hillary Clinton against Jeb Bush in November of 2016. And, and therein lies a problem because I watched her this weekend, Jamie, and I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as I can be. She does not have the skills that her husband has. That speech was flat. That was old. It was boring. It was it had none of the energy. She tries tries and attempts to go left and rebuild the, the Obama coalition. She's not Obama. I don't see that she has the skill set that he has or that her husband had. No, and oddly enough, in, in some ways, Sean, you can look at the two of them, Hillary Clinton and Jeb Bush, and they're sort of alike in that. They're more policy wonks. They are not people that get up on the stump and give a stem winder each time and, you know, cause people to maybe rush out of the building and burn things down to get them elected. They're, they're different types of people from, say, a Barack Obama or others. And look, Jeb Bush, I think he'll admit that. He, he likes to get into issues. He likes to get into policy. He is not all about fire and brimstone. That's what makes it an interesting uh, campaign for him to try to figure out how he can thread that needle and push people to say, you know what? Jeb Bush would not be a bad idea. It would not be a bad idea to have a third Bush in the White House. I do think, though, that that's, it's simply going to come up. The reception here so far has been very good. Obviously, uh, introductory days are, are one thing. Getting out on the trail and, and no, pushing ahead is another. Yeah, I mean, that. Yep, what Bush did you goes make to New Hampshire tomorrow. Most of the other candidates, uh, I'm going to see him. He won't do an interview until he does the interview with me tomorrow. Uh, so we have the first interview after this announcement today. So I'll be, I'll be in New Hampshire. I'll get the interview with him. Um, but uh, he, uh, his camp, because we wanted to do a day of like we've done with all the other candidates, and they said they want his speech to stand on its own for a day. So uh, what do you think of that decision? You know, I can understand that they want their message out there. I, I, I can get that. On the other hand, it, it sort of seems to me that it's a good time to strike while the iron is hot and do a round of interviews, whether it's with you, whether it's with the major TV networks, the cable newsers or whatever. But 
I guess I understand that they're trying to make sure that this. No, it's a waste of time to do any other show about but, his speech. It's a waste of time to do any other show, but mine, <laughs> Jamie. That's what you're supposed to say. I, 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 I'm sorry. I understand exactly what you're saying, but I get what they're trying to do. But okay, um, Donald Trump, it appears, is getting in. We have an hour schedule for him Wednesday, assuming that he's going to get in. What are your thoughts? Uh, I what I heard he's he's readying a big release of his financial record. So to me, that tells me he is getting in the race. I mean, look, he's uh, he's a showman. He's a businessman and a showman. We'll see if he's a politician or not. Um, it's I think he is going to come out blazing is my guess. Now, I don't know how, you know, whether or not people are ready for that kind of candidate. It's going to be interesting, right? You know, it, maybe it might have worked better four years ago. But there's maybe not as much room for a Donald Trump kind of insurgency this time around. There's a lot of heavy hitters within within the Republican Party, whether it's Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Scott Walker, Jeb Bush. Boy, there's a lot of people out there. It's sort of hard to see where Donald Trump fits into that. But, hey, everybody's got their opportunity, and he certainly does. How big is the room there? It looks bigger than some of the other announcements. It's a uh, it's a it's a standard sort of small college gymnasium. Uh, they've uh, got about the, the two thirds of it open for people, and then the back third is where we in the press corps are. So I would say, just off the top of my head, I don't know, five thousand, seven thousand people. No, that's that's There's bigger than a lot of the other of ones. Empty seats in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a decent crowd. They've clearly done their work. There's a lot of Florida establishment figures here from not only the party but former members of Congress, is members the, of is the, the governor there from when he was governor. Uh, no, the governor is not. There's really nobody current. It's a lot of former people that were. Is the uh, attorney in the Bush general is Pam Bondi there? The governor. Pam Bondi her? is here. Yes, she, she is, is there. Okay, interesting. Yes. Uh, all right, Jamie Dupree on the ground. He's at the Jeb Bush announcement. Uh, we'll talk more about that later when we get uh, Tamara and uh, David Webb on the program. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll See also, you, Sean. Also check in with Pat Buchanan. Uh, we got to talk about the Republicans' weakness. We got to talk about, I mean, they're now planning and plotting and scheming how they can get Obama trade through. So we'll get to that. Also, an investigation into these professional protesters that show up in McKinney and in Baltimore and Ferguson. And who's paying them? We'll get to that. Hey, listen, if you get new blinds, designer blind shade shutters and drapes from our friends at blinds.com this month and you purchase $299 or more at blinds.com, get this. They're going to give you a $100 dinner and two movie tickets. You know what? Just to say, hey. Thanks for thanks for being a customer. And at blinds.com, don't forget you always get free color samples, free design consultation, free shipping on most offers. You get prices that literally destroy any price you'll find in any store for the exact same blind shade shutters and drapes. And if you fire up your webcam, your iPhone, your iPad, a blinds.com designer will take a look at your decor, your windows, and help you pick the perfect designer blind shades, shutters and drapes for your house. Uh, you can't do any better than that. You'll also hear from the CEO himself. But the best part is now's the time to go to blinds.com because when you purchase $299 or more this month, you get a 100 buck dinner and two movie tickets valid through all of June, one per household. Now just go to blinds.com. Their prices crush the prices you'll find in any store. Blinds.com. Sean Hannity. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.